honey, you're ruining our kid. The parenting podcast from an Irish man abroad. It's all about helping you with this challenge of raising kids. I am a stand-up comedian and Tina is a child development expert with more than 20 years of experience in the business. There's absolutely zero judgment here and everyone does it their own way. Well, at the end of the day, you have to do what suits your family. And I'm just here to try and help them. You gotta come down to the level and give them a chance. Mm. You gotta give them a warning and say, that is not okay what you did. Here's what's gonna happen next. Yeah, it sounds a lot like our relationship. <laughs> Jar, if you do that again, <laughs> there's gonna be no basketball for the rest of the week. Thank you for tuning in to Honey, you're, re- you're not tuning in. Thank you for thank you for downloading. Yeah, download. Honey, you're ruining our kid. The parenting podcast from the Irishman Abroad Podcast Network and Go Loud. Tina's here with me. I am. As always. I mean, Tina, the people that download this show are on some level here for the crack. Uh, But on another level, they're worried about something in relation to their kids. I mean, I don't think anybody's ever not worried about their kids. Oh, it's consuming. It's all consuming all the time. How did we get here? Like how? Because our parents didn't worry (laughs) to this level. I'm sure they worried, right, on some level. Yeah, they were a lot calmer about it, but they weren't. They weren't being uh, suffocated with all the information we know now. Mm. They also coined the term, you'll be grand. <laughs> you'll be grand. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't kids going missing every day on Facebook and stuff. Mm. So you think they didn't hear about as many horror stories, so they assumed horror stories wouldn't happen. Yeah, or they didn't want to make us, you know, weak. But is that really what's making us worry about our kids this much? As Tina does her first yawn <laughs> of the podcast. Sorry. I've literally said three sentences. Tina's Your already like, is too oh relaxing. Oh, God, Jar. I bet there are people listening now. To go to sleep. Saying, oh, my God, I feel very relaxed. <laughs> it's very soothing. But, like, is that really the reason why people are anxious about their kids? Is it that you are aware of what could possibly go wrong? Or is it something else? Well, I think you're so aware that they have to grow up. And they have to face this world that we're barely hoping to face ourselves. But our parents were correct. What do you mean? We were grand. No. We still don't have our shit together. <laughs> You're like, we're not grand, Jar. <laughs> we're not. You and I are not fine. Look at the grown-ups our age. They're destroying the world. We're mm. terrible people. We, we're under. We're mm. so stressed out because we don't want our kids to turn out like us. Mm, but is what we're doing right? That's the other question. Well, we're doing question. more than was done for us. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if we're doing well, it Well, there is, there is, of course, there's the anti-woke brigade who are like worrying about your mental health and fussing over your kids is there's a tipping point in this where you've gone too far and now the kid's worrying about whether they're worried or not. I don't go for that at all. I think all this focus on children's mental health and the tools they're being given in school are incredible. What we're seeing are children who are emotionally more able to deal with things than we were. We're also seeing kids who will talk or share their feelings in a journal or to a teacher or their parents sometimes. I mean, we're seeing kids just being more able to talk. We're seeing kids not being taken advantage of so easily Mm. because we're educating them to be sexually aware of their bodies and what's okay and what's not okay. It's amazing that that was like breakthrough stuff when we were in school. still breakthrough stuff now. The idea that you were getting sex education in school was seen as pretty like new agey that like you were told what you what was going on down there I'm sure none of us even wanted to be in the class like we're all we were all we so were like so oh yeah. my god it's a vagina 
this. <laughs> we hadn't yeah. even ever looked at our own vaginas. I know. <laughs> it's I, on the screen. I, I've yet to see mine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big discussion at the moment about what should be taught in schools. Like mm. what? What are we missing out on? My man, Michael Healy Ray, he got in, he got in touch with the podcast. Now, he said that kids should be leaving school with a driving license. Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. I would have loved that. I mean, look at me. I'm 41 years old. I still can't drive. With the driving license for your emotions is what you were talking about. Yeah. In terms of having the skill set to be able to do a three point turn in terms of your mood. In yeah. re- terms of recognising that the feelings you're having are going to pass, stuff like that. But what else could have been taught in school? Well, I think the most different thing our children have is that adults are approachable. Like, I don't know about you, but I was terrified of my secondary school teachers. I definitely never thought I could have a chat with them. Whereas now they're so approachable and treated like they're treated like grown ups the minute they go into secondary school. Like I had to collect our little boy the other day. He wasn't feeling well. He had a headache. And when I went into the office to sign him out, the secretary was like, no, 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 no. He does that himself. And I was like, well, that's cool. <laughs> like, so There's so many things there I mean, that just wouldn't. he ruined the notebook. Like he was like, I was like looking at her going. What, he gave a full autograph? <laughs> he just like, didn't read like it, it was, properly. Of course he was signing he a poster like, of himself. Oh, I'm not supposed to write that there. Oh, oh shit. I'm not supposed to write that okay. there. Okay. <laughs> but the fact that he got off school for a headache is definitely new agey <laughs> compared to but actually you're right, the broken limbs that you would have to stay in school with back in the 80s yeah but, but it, isn't know, that great though because like headaches you do need to come home and just lie down yeah. it's great that that's the way it is now well i also so, said to him when we were pulling out that like there's loads of parents that even if the kid has a headache there's yeah, nowhere in there yeah, to come back come, to no. so you got to stay in whatever yeah. sick bay or whatever i mean i i do I, I know I speak very fondly of my old secondary school, but like we did have a corridor near the music rooms, which probably wasn't the best place for the sick corridor. <laughs> but there was at least five little bedrooms with beds where if God. you weren't feeling well, you could go and instead of going home, you could go and have your that sleep. That would have been a disaster in my school. <laughs> oh, really? So, Why? Well, I just know, first of all, lads would have just been going in there for a nap most days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm definitely the only person listening to this now who's gone, that would have been so taken advantage of. Well, I guess, you know what, I, I think they're necessary in girls' schools because once a month they have to have their period and sometimes those cramps are so bad they need to lie down. Hmm. And that's what those rooms were for in our school. You could go in with a hot water bottle and go into the fetal position and lie down for a while. Wow, I mean... What was the name of the school again? Mercy in Navan. The Loved Mercy it. in Navan. Shout out to everybody in the Mercy in Navan right now receiving elocution lessons to make sure <laughs> that they don't speak like Navan people. To be fair, which they, is not something I've service. just made up. That it's is a thing true. That we all have to do elocution for twenty minutes every morning. And yeah. and that's why Tina speaks like she's got an American accent now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you got for us on the show this week? What what emails have we received? loads loads and loads and you know what we got loads of emails back from parents who were like just one email in particular that i read to charlotte we were on the way to wexford last night and this email break your heart oh my god i'm like in bits reading it to him about how a mom who's really struggling to get her kid to go into class and listen and everything and i had gone through exactly what needs to be done for her to be able to get her kid back on track and she was like, you've changed our lives. It was amazing. And I was saying to Jar, I didn't change their lives. She I, did. I just told her what to do and she was brave enough to she do it. So it. it was really yeah. amazing. And that, that's the centre of our show. Honey, you're ruining our kid at gmail.com is the email address to get in touch. We want to hear from you. Whatever situation you find yourself in, maybe it isn't even a question. Maybe it's just wait till you hear this. Mm. We 
Can't wait till we hear it. So, honey, you are ruining our kid at gmail.com. It's the place to go. Let's get to it. Hi, Jarantina. I love your show so much. At this point, I genuinely don't know what I'd do without it. I need your help, though. I feel the relationship between me and my nine-year-old son is getting destroyed, primarily because of a failing relationship between my husband and I, and due to our opposite parenting styles. This is really common, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's styles can't line up. Exactly. No, and if they're not getting on, then they're really not even getting a chance to talk about what they need to do. Okay, so his version of events is, I'm a helicopter parent because I hold my son accountable for his responsibility and behavior. I give compliments, but for his e- both for his effort and unlike my husband, who gives them all the time. All oh, right, so she gives compliments for effort, but he gives compliments no matter what. Yeah. My husband does not hold my son accountable. He lets him be, which I try to, but I realize my son doesn't do his part unless someone is watching him or telling him. Typical little boy, got to be coached. Even after a reminder, he ignores me. He talks to me rudely and he's very disrespectful. This is the kid. Yeah. Uh, When I bring this up to my husband, he supports my son and almost empowers him by saying all the places I'm going wrong. I hope that isn't in front of him, right? Jesus, it must be. That's another thing, right? Yeah. Oi. That's that's tough. I started family meetings, which is one of Tina's top yeah. tips, right? But none of them were engaged. I feel I'm the only one who cares about his behavior, attitude and habits. My son has a very hard time breaking bad habits and creating new ones. My husband refuses to do family counseling or read about parenting. He keeps finding videos that show uh, I need to back off on the kids. I have six-year-old. I have a six-year-old that is very close to me, and he is on the right path. He finishes his work, finds intrinsic motivation and satisfaction in his work, and I feel this is because no one says "good job" to him for every little thing he does, and overall is satisfied with his life. My nine-year-old is jealous, entitled, and out of line with me at the very least. How do I save? Our relationship and relationships, I suppose. God. Big question. Well, there's so much to unpack there because, well, if the six-year-old's in the same house as the nine-year-old, how, I- how come he isn't getting that praise from the dad? Is the dad just lavishing it on the nine-year-old? Hmm. Like, it's, a, it's a good question because y- you would think that everybody's getting the same. Yeah, like but you then would think you if that's that, his parenting style, he the would... The biggest conflict in any house at Christmas yeah. is that different treatment of different kids, mm-hmm. right? That everybody, your parents have a different relationship with each kid. Yeah, and perhaps the dad became very close with the nine-year-old when the little six-year-old was a baby and mommy needed to be with that child more, you know? Or maybe they did the thing that a lot of people do, which is like, he's more in charge of that one. Yeah. And I'm more in charge. You yeah. see that a lot. Uh, yeah. So yeah. either way, one kid seems quite happy, as she said, is getting mm. motivated by himself. Yeah, well, like, I mean... It's a very tricky one when the partner is not on board and when you, like, he's actively disagreeing with how you parent. And I mean, I feel like whatever about the kids' behaviours right now, I feel like what this mom needs to do is actually work on her relationship with her nine-year-old son because she's 
having very negative feelings towards him. And he's obviously returning those. And she needs to find a way for them to bond and be, mm. be together where she's not pissed off at him all the time. Like she's called him like lazy and has a poor attitude. And like she seems to think like he's done. He's nine years old. He's yeah. nine. He's not finished. Sure. You but I, I really feel that uh, on first reading of this, the the key here is the two of parents getting on. That doesn't seem to be happening. I mean, he won't go to counselling. I don't know. It's a very hard one. I feel like maybe mom needs to control, do what she can, not control, but do what she can with this situation. And all she can really do if daddy's not on board and willing to see her point of view is work on her relationship with her nine-year-old kid. Find something you have in common with that child or pretend you do and bond with him. Right. Get him talking, get opening up. Maybe you don't need to go to couples counselling with your husband. Maybe you need to go to a counsellor with your nine-year-old boy. Maybe mm. you need someone who can help you talk about your emotions. Together. Not everyone can afford that. This is the other of thing. Course. People listening to this going, well, in I'm a perfect world. I'm only right? saying that because you've mentioned couples counselling. Yeah, I mean, okay, but I just want to get clear what this issue is. For people listening who hear the email, we've had a chance to mull it over a bit. There's two kids. One's nine, one's six. And mommy thinks six-year-old's perfect. Six-year-old seems to be living up to the expectations. Yeah. And following what she'd like him to do. Nine-year-old is probably just doing what nine-year-olds do to an extent. Yeah, and that nine is a pushing the boundaries. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So there's that, right? So, like, I would think that one of the most vital things in my understanding of all of uh, marriage and parenting is even when you feel you're most right mm. to step aside and go maybe I'm not yeah I agree absolutely and I think you know he is bonding more with daddy because daddy is giving him praise that maybe he just needs to feel good he mm. feels like you know my dad thinks I'm great my mom's just giving out to me all the whole time I'm not saying that that mom isn't within her rights to be like, this is not okay, this is awful. Mm. But what I'm saying is, I don't think anything's going to get happier in this house until mom actually takes a beat and goes, okay, I'm going to need to find things throughout the day this kid is doing and go, I love it, well done, thanks mm. for showing me that. She, she needs to build that relationship back up. And but then, equally, your biggest tip is always ignore the bad stuff. Absolutely, yeah. It does sound yeah. as if when he's like, Screw you, mom. Mm. She's like, What did you say to me? It's a lot. It's very hard. It's a big re- it's, it's hey, so who are you telling? It's, it's so. When hard. you're cheeky to me, <laughs> it's so it hard. everything. But honestly, it works so much because then it's just boring and they're not getting the reaction. Mm. Whereas, what do they want? They want her attention, they just want to feel loved. This mom obviously loves her kid. She's really worried. But like, I think, unfortunately, she's going to have to be the one who falls in on some of her own beliefs just for a little while until she gets him back on track because he's feeling pushed away whether she knows it or not. Yeah. Well, what about this? Okay. The When he's disrespectful to her, mm-hmm. if I'm going to take her side here for a minute, not that there is sides, there's just a family situation. Yeah. 
But if I'm just going to have her back here, maybe the thing to talk about with her husband is if if the kids talk to you a certain way, mm. I'm in. Yeah. To say you don't speak to you. Yeah, Ger, I think that's brilliant, but I just don't get the impression that she's in a relationship where she can talk to her husband. Like, I feel like he is, he's, like, she said in that email, right? He goes out of his way to point out when she's doing it wrong. Yeah, but this is what they I mean about like the United too, Front. Yeah, they sound and like This is what too, I mean as the centre of this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're always suggesting we need a family meeting with mm. the rules breakdown, and she's tried to do that. I think she needs a, a drink with her partner where they go, look, whatever about you and me not getting on, our relationship as parents to these kids yeah. needs to be a united front. I mean, it's a great idea. You just feel pie uh, in the sky. Well, I mean, I just don't want to encourage, I don't know what this relationship is like. Mm. And if she feels that that's an option for her, great. But if that's too scary an option, I'm not going to encourage okay, her to do so that. So if she can't do that, you're saying to just peel it back a little bit mm. and try and find the things that make her yeah, want to jump in with Bryce. Well, I feel like don't focus on the behavior just yet. Okay. That seems to be out of your hands because you don't have the help. Focus on building a relationship with your child. Focus on making happy, lovely memories, doing nice stuff together and being a bit kinder to him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's a very kind mom, but just making a little bit more effort because he's leaning towards daddy for a reason. Mm. He's getting something. And if that, if it, maybe he just needs a bit of praise and encouragement at the moment. Like mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not into overpraising either. But there's ways to do it that are better than what he, daddy's doing. Does use. this tie at all back into any of the replies you received this week? Because this is advice that you've echoed in previous episodes. Yeah, like, you know, it's hard, Charlie, because we get a lot of emails. Like this woman was allowed us to read it out. But most of the time when we get emails that deal with actual relationships, they're like, please don't read this out on mm. the show. Please. Yeah, it's too personal. And then when I go back to them, like, you know, those relationships are falling apart. So mm. like, yeah. It's very hard to give advice for the kids because I'm like... Maybe we should get somebody on. That's not a bad idea. Someone yeah, who's able to help parents yeah. get back on track. That they're they're like, they're really not, not child's development people. Yeah, they're actually yeah. relationship people. That is and so... we could do a crossover it, part. Yeah, it's so over my head. Like, I don't know how to get yeah. people back on track. In I mean, relationship. our relationship is in tatters. Jerry, is it your break? Guys, this is just like thin ice. So that side of this, we cannot advise on. <laughs> no, but... But I hope that helps this, mom. And yeah, like, as we say, we'll always come back with more. Yeah, like, I'm it's not really the grateful this mom we... got in touch, but I feel like the problem is, is a, it's not really the kid. There's an unhappiness mm, there. Yeah. And I, I'm... I, like One step at a time. Yeah, I would come in with a strategy for her, but I think what's more important than then getting this kid's behavior is actually, you know, getting this kid to want to hug his mom and be nice. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Jarantina, I need your help. I am at my wits end and I'm turning to you guys for advice. My daughter is going to be 14 in a few weeks and for about six months now, she's been in constant trouble. Running away to party, being suspended from school, stealing, wrecking my car. Holy shit. Oh my God, we've never ever got an email like this. (laughs) The list goes on. I've decided to not throw her a birthday party. 
but still just do a family dinner. My mom tells me I'm cruel and narcissistic. Whoa, it's oh. a big word to throw in there. By not throwing her a party, I just feel rewarding with presents and friends is not the right thing to do with all she has been doing. Things escalated this weekend while telling her she wasn't allowed to have a party. She hit me. Oh, God. Things are officially out of control and I need some help. Oh, my God. That's so hard. Some of these emails. This is an email we got. (laughs) Some of these emails. This person thinks that we're going to be able to help. Some of these emails are too hard. Fucking, I hate your job. (laughs) (laughs) Like, first of all, I'm so sorry this person's going through this, but we're not the people to answer this quest. This is fucked. I mean, we, of course, we can help a bit, but like, it's Well, not we. I don't, I'm not, I'm no help here. Look, I I think straight away. I'm screwing up all the time. During the, just to be clear, uh, during the week, (laughs) like he needed help with his homework. I was given five minutes to help him. And by the end of it, he was in tears going. (laughs) Daddy, what are you talking about? Yeah, I, was, I had to come in and say, okay, Gerald, thanks for helping. And then when Gerald left the room, I was like, Mikey, Daddy just didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, Daddy didn't know what he was talking he about. He's, like, he's an idiot. And Mikey was like, pew, because Not. I thought I learned it wrong. I was like, <laughs> oh I was like no, God. Daddy just doesn't have a clue. But like when people <laughs> come to you at that kind of an email, like I just don't know how... You handle the pressure of being able to answer somebody with well, this. Like it is you, pressure. You've seen kids that are punching their parents. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Like it's just an escalated thing now at this age. Well, it's, Wrecking our car? I know. It is a, uh, a lot because, I mean... It's no birthday party for wrecking your car. It's so easy before the age of six yeah. to change patterns of behavior. Right. Before the age of six is an amazing window where you, if you're told up to stuff that you don't like, you can re program it you know just by sticking to a plan mm-hmm. but this is hard like this is a 14 it's out a of control girl yeah. who seems very angry I just don't think it's ever a good idea to cancel a birthday party is that just in life in general yeah. or just on a kid on a kid I mean they're gonna remember that I disagree I don't agree with you I, here's why I disagree there yeah. has to be limits yeah, look. You set fire to the house. There's no birthday party. Yeah, okay. But I still. We're do- still doing your party tomorrow. <laughs> well, we'll find a house. True. Tina, you have to cancel the birthday party. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know because. Birthday parties are rewards. Yeah, I-, I know. She said that. But I really feel like this. Her daughter's very unhappy. Right. Like, she's not acting out for the crack. She's acting out and mm. she's unhappy. So mm. why not? I think this mom. I don't know how I would figure this out because I would be so sad if that was my child and I'd be angry and I'd be frustrated. But if I'm able to step back, I'm going to think my child's really unhappy. What is going on? Something's going on. Make an appointment with their year head at her school. Go in and talk about, well, how is she behaving at school? Have you noticed anything different? And actually sit down with your daughter. You know, carve out some time. It's very like the other question, really. And bring that daughter out and have a chat over dinner. Treat her a bit more like a grown-up. You know, you know, offer her the respect of being like, let's go out for dinner and have a talk about this. And, you know, try and just listen. Because something is very un- 
not right here. You know, when I mean, she ruined her car. Control, she hit her Taking mom. Taking her out for dinner. Like, she's just as likely to say, you think taking me for dinner is going to yeah. make us pals? I mean, there's You're nothing. You're a bitch to me. There's nothing more terrifying than a 14-year-old girl. Tell like, me about it. So I scared. dated a few of them. <laughs> That's not a funny joke. It <laughs> was a while ago. <laughs> just to be clear. But like. I was 14 at the time. That's I mean, what I'm I, saying, guys. I, just, <laughs> it's just saying. I was very good enough kid I think but I was still not a nice 14 year old lethal this is why Derry Girls is so amazing because it really captures just like how strong Mm -hmm. those young women are and bananas and and volatile yeah right yeah she's dealing with a level of volatility yeah she needs help yeah she needs to go to Jigsaw yeah she needs to get put her name down for counselling She needs to get it. The cancer. I mean, there are chaplains now and counselors mm. in every need school. Need to get in quick now. You need help. Yeah. Your daughter is angry, and you need some professional guidance here because I mean, I don't know. I think I would never stop crying if my child hit me. She assaulted her mom. Yeah. I mean, how do you forgive that? I mean, and it happens. I remember a kid assaulting his dad that I knew. I knew a, yeah. one kid when I was in school, and he punched his dad in the guts, and. Like the dad was on the floor and he was kicking him. Like yeah. I heard this story. Oh my God. And from well, good that's, source. That's horrendous. And I mean, what's mad is like just for this mom, that kid has gone on to be like a really well, like respected academic. Yeah. I mean, it, this is going to work out. Yeah. I think when you they're teenagers, it can be really rough. It can be really rough. And like, so you scared. know, I'd hope that she regretted it the, the child but like that mom needs extra help this is way above what I can offer yeah. <laughs> I'm but too j- afraid jigsaw.ie to. is always yeah. where we direct people and way ahead therapy yes the way other ahead. One. oh Jen uh, she's incredible Jen Trechek is a former guest to the show now she specializes with teenagers this yeah. show is centered around early years and up through yeah to we're ter- gradually yeah. becoming more, like, more we're teenager. getting lots more teenager questions yeah in. but like you need a specialist yeah. there, right? And even if you pick up the phone and ring Jen Trechik at Way Ahead Therapy, she will take the call. Yeah. You'll at least get to talk to an expert. It's like literally going to a mechanic about your specific make and yeah. model of car. You need an Audi person. And as it's hard as parents to take in that, you know, because we're so in the awfulness of the outbursts and the... The, the black eye you've got. That you know, your kid is going through something and they need help. Yeah. And you're the easiest person yeah. to take it out on. And they clearly can't talk to you about they it. They clearly can't for whatever mm. reason. So yeah. get don't be afraid to get the help. Like I, they may be massively grateful mm. if you turn around and go, Listen, I get you can't owe to me. Yeah. But I have someone that you can talk to in complete confidence. Yeah, that's what I and think. They will lose their I job if the they ever from, tell me what yeah. it is. Yeah, exactly. But I, but I just think cancelling the party. I just, I just, I'm just not for that. I think there has to be something else. Yeah, like maybe the third way is to scale back the party. Yeah, something like that. It's like you know, you did assault me. And you could say like, I never want you to not have a birthday party, but I need you to know that I'm really upset mm, about and what happened. And there has to be a consequence. But I don't want to be that mom who takes your did birthday it, away. I want more detail on the wrecking of the car. I know. Like, did she actually? She couldn't have driven it. I don't know. I mean, Gosh. it's 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 the hardest email we've ever gotten. Yeah. And all I can say is that, you know, this poor mom, I can't imagine what it's like to put up with that. But also, that child is hurting uh, and she needs extra yeah, help. Yeah, but also, 
there's a lot of people out there to help you. Yes. And that was why my first reaction was, the fuck are you emailing <laughs> us for? <laughs> I mean, I hope, you, I hope that someday you can laugh about yeah. this. And, and I the, hope we haven't annoyed you with our answer. But, but, but Tina, the two things that you've suggested, one jigsaw.ie, two wayaheadtherapy.ie mm. and Jen Trechik. Yeah. Both of those are going to have answers and responses for this person, this mom. And if you're in a similar situation where you're going, oh, my God, my sister is having the same problem with her kid. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. This is very common. Yes. The absolute rebellion and of teenagers now. And we understand it more now that, you know, like there's hormones at play here. You know, there's things that the child is probably feeling a bit out of control, too. Yeah. And look, they've come through a few years of oh, absolute yeah. insanity. Uh, that we will never fully wrap our brains yeah, around all these pandemic kids. all of the the unfairness yeah. of the world and what they've lived through. Having to stay in their house like when they should have been out with their friends. Everyone is weirder yeah. than they ever were mm-hmm. because of those three years. Of course our kids are going to be acting weirder yeah. than we remember it being literally pulled years of their life. And everyone has affected so differently by it. Like, I feel like where we're living right now, these people in this community weren't really affected by the pandemic because they weren't living in a town or a city. Mm. And like, it, I think... They're very much in their own Own bubbles castle. here. And their own, in, like, parks because everyone's yeah. a farmer around here. And I just they, feel they like... They were infected in certain ways. Yeah, of course, of course. But they didn't have this, you know, there was children who couldn't leave their other. apartment. yeah. 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 You know, we won't know what that did to those and kids. And maybe that's one of the things your daughter needs to talk about. Yeah. Maybe it's just the grieving process for those years. Yeah. Uh, I want you to get in touch with the show, honey, you're ruining your kid at gmail.com. If you're in a similar situation. And most of all, if you've found something that yes. works. Yeah. Let's pull this information and remember that no one is in it alone. Okay, final question of the day, guys. Charlotte and Tina, we love your show so much. My husband and I listen to it together. Aww. And we always feel like we're ready to face the week after catching up with you guys. Okay, thank you so much for that. Have you got any advice on moving countries? Oh, we definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> with a teen. Okay, right. We a tween was what we moved yeah. with. We'd be returning to the country we called home for 12 years. So my child still has friends and some family there, but doesn't want to leave their peers in the UK. He doesn't want like that. We didn't have yeah. that. Well, we didn't have that vocally. I think he just didn't tell us. They're 15 years old and has been uh, at the same school since we moved to the UK two years ago. So hard to know how badly this will affect them and how we can make the transition smoother and less painful for them. Any advice would be appreciated. Well, we can tell you what not to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A few ideas. Yeah. We moved our son back to Ireland the same day he finished primary school in England. I mean, what? What were we thinking? Even when we say it. I mean, it wasn't just upsetting for him. It was so upsetting for the rest of the kids in his class. I mean, when we say they cried on the last day of school, those kids cried for, what, five hours straight? Well, what it did was it made, just just, just for the the, the worst parenting we've ever done. 
done. So, you know, you can't get it more wrong than we got. Oh, we right? got it so wrong. So it made all the kids in the class realize that it's the end. <laughs> yeah. Whereas they would have been like, well, see you guys. We're going down to the park tomorrow. We're all going to hang out. Yeah. And like, he's going. Yeah. He's gone. They were hot. We're not going to see him. Yeah, it was. They were finishing school. But on top of that, they were like, and we're not. They were such a tight bunch mm. of kids. Oh, my God. It was awful. Like, all of us as parents were standing around going, what are we going to do? Gonna Eventually, do? the school was like, you guys you need to leave. We need to go home to it our was, houses. Lads, it was like then, I've seen I've seen funerals with the last oh years. Oh, my God. Then we had to go straight to the airport. Like, still crying. We had like, our child never car. cries. Oh, my God. Crying oh on the play God, home. Journey to the airport. Oh my God, it was awful. We got it so wrong. So let's oh see, gosh. what would we have done differently? I definitely think we'd prepared him enough. Well, focus on this kid yeah. first, right? So, so that's what I mean. I yeah. was going to say, definitely keep chatting about it. Y- yes, yeah, so talking you, about first it. First and foremost, that that is it. Yeah. That if you're going, well, we won't. We'll jump it when we come to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That. Shit, yeah, Christ. that's there. And also tell them, like, I mean, I I wasn't that age. I was younger. But like, I mean, I moved countries as a kid and didn't even know it was happening. Well, this is a big <laughs> thing for you with all of the expected behavior from children. Mm. You're always. Keep them informed. Harping on. <laughs> you cheeky, cheeky darling. I was going to say banging on, but then harping is <laughs> it's a better term. But Tina does reiterate it again and again. You yeah. can't expect a behaviour from a kid that you haven't told them about. Yeah, or shown them <laughs> like, or just, yeah, keep them informed. never say thank you. You never told them they need to say yeah, thank you. Yeah, Ex- absolutely. So if you want your kid to adjust to this and be ready to adjust to this, hmm. I think you need to walk them through every detail. Yeah, and you can understand why this kid's going to be anxious. He's going to have to start... A secondary school in the middle of secondary school i mean that's very tough if he's had all his secondary school there mm. um like here's the, the other thing the other positive right your kid's gonna go through an upheaval yeah don't kid yourself into thinking it's yeah. not gonna be upheaval it, is it not sounds like be they're easy. well aware yeah it's not gonna be easy. right so you've got to know in your heart this is going to make them stronger. It is going to make them stronger, but definitely, I think you're right. You've got to keep the communication open at all times because it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be way tougher for them than it is going to be you. And then in the way it's going to be tough for you is you're going to be worrying about them nonstop until you feel like they've settled. But like he does have a grounding in Ireland, it seems, or wherever they're moving, I presume it's Ireland. And, uh, so at least he knows people and familiar faces. And those people will actually be excited to have that kid back. That's a nice yeah, thing. So the concern is the friends. Yeah. Um, and they've said that the child doesn't want to go, right? Yeah, that's tough. Um, but at least he's telling country, them. They're 15. Um, they live and in they our... don't want to leave their peers. Yeah. Right? So the first thing I would say there is you need to plan the first trip back. Yeah. Like, and that once is really, that's on the horizon, yeah. it's like, but I'm going to be back and forth. And also, technology is amazing. Like, what's that video when everything has made it that's that these all, kids can stay in touch? True. That's all true. Yeah. But without the planned yeah. reunion, yeah. 
there is the, there is the sense that it's over. I will you'll you say that, but you'll never come back. Yeah, no, it's, it. it's, you're right. It's very important, and that will settle him because then you pop it up on the calendar. When are you going to be back over there? When are you going to see your friends? And it's, all of a sudden, it's like really exciting. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, I, maybe maybe it's uh, my own cynicism here, but once they go back mm. and they've moved on a bit. You you gotta you gotta be aware they're not gonna think it was as great as it was. It will lose some of its shine, because life is gonna be better back home. You your job is to create a life that's better for them there, that they won't be crying into their pillow the whole time. Mm. You're gonna fill their life with great stuff, and the visit back. Don't think that's gonna set them back. This is my point. Yeah, that some people will be like, oh, I couldn't bring them back because it'll just bring them back to the sadness of leaving yeah. again. No, if anything, the 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 real lovely bit of this is that when your kid goes back over, they're going, it's going to be a novelty. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Your exotic bird coming to visit again. Yeah. The, the year gets broken up into the visits and maybe maybe the visits become more sporadic. But I'm just saying that those visits become much cooler than just another weekend yeah and going. also the those lovely friends that they've made will come visit them they're old exactly. enough to fly now and everything yeah. and it, i mean it isn't that hard to do that's right so that's two things mm. right talk them through it meticulously yeah what's gonna happen how it's gonna happen yeah and don't and pretend how... it's not going to be hard because yeah. that diminishes their feelings because it is going to be hard mm. you're asking them to do something that is a hard thing to do so mm. be gentle and nice to them one of the things tina did right so the second thing was to establish when the reunion date is mm. when you're flying back over you're gonna need to go back over to tie up loose ends anyway yeah so plan that make it fun but one of the things tina did when we came back was and this was actually advised to us. We got this advice on Irishman Abroad from a guy who specialises in helping people move back to Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to find his name and link him in the bio because he could be a really big help to this family. Was get a visual calendar on the wall. Yes, you have to. With fun things to look locked to. in yeah. to each week. And that visit up there too. Yeah. So, so they can picture it. They can yeah. see it coming. Yeah, absolutely. So then there's not just the visit. You're never there's too things old for a visual after, calendar. Never. You're never I'm too looking old. at one right now. Yeah, you're never too <laughs> old. So don't think it's not a cool thing to put in your teenager's room. You, you put it in the kitchen. Yeah, no one's for too everyone. old for that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, honestly, having that full with the highlights, you remember like some of the highlights were simply yeah. a drive to Scaries. Yeah. I'd for dinner today let's do let's it let's do it <laughs> i mean it is uh like wherever country this pe- these people are moving mm. back to i will tell you the rediscovery of home <sighs> brings a lump to my throat yeah. <laughs> I mean, and also remembering to thank them along that journey for doing it and being mm. understanding because they are they are like he is expressing the fact that he doesn't want to, but he's going yeah. to end up doing it anyway. So remember to be nice to him about it. The thing is that uh, some of your worry mm. is yours. Yes. It's not theirs. It, they, they, yeah. I know that you're hearing all of this feedback, but you're concerned because you're you're worried about your own transition. And look, <laughs> moving to, is so hard. Yeah, moving countries. It's going to take two years. Fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's going to take yeah. two years. We're not that even the there yet. We're here Completely. a year. We're not there yet. So I would say lengthen your timeline in thinking. Yes. Don't be like, by Christmas, it'll all be fine. It's not. We had to it's stop doing not. that. And actually, it was a gorgeous friend, our friend Lynn from Cork, who said to me, you got to stop thinking 
every day if yeah. you do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. You have to spread it out and go, okay, in a few weeks' time, I'm going to think about this, but not now, because you will now. drive yourself crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because it is your kids you end up say, worrying about. I would say two years. Where's my ring on? I just realized I've, my. <laughs> your wedding ring I saw by the bed I, this I, morning. I, I think I threw it <laughs> last night. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Gerald has so much weight while training for this marathon that his wedding ring really keeps falling haven't. off. I really haven't. You I have. Haven't. You're skinny. Um, but that timeline, right? That thing, like the marathon, was a long-term goal that got spread across mm. a year. Yeah. So when we say highlights in the calendar, like I started projects with Mikey when we got back. Yeah. That we're did. going to build to something. We've got to be building. We're on our way to a better thing. Mm. And honestly, this is probably advice that can apply to all of our kids is stop being so... And right away, we've got that. And that is the Amazon yeah. um, Prime environment that we live in. You see it, you want it, it's arriving at the house tomorrow. Actually establishing some sort of projects that are going to be built over time. Yeah. To look forward to something awesome. Keeps the mind Keep, busy, keeps them focused on something. It's deferred gratification. Mm. And the deferred gratification of moving home is, and I will tell you this from experience, in a year it's going to feel amazing. Yeah. And I'd imagine that two years is is, is the sweet spot. Like we yeah. were told two years. Yeah. It like I mean, so long, we're just forever grateful fly. to be back in Ireland, forever grateful. It's just an amazing place to raise a child, I think. It is. And and it's, but it's not for everyone. No, it's not. For, it's of course just not. not. And at the and moment, I get that you guys are facing. to tell these people because we were very aware of this. If it doesn't work. You can always go back. Yeah, well, hopefully. Is, yeah. Hopefully you're in a position to do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm massively grateful that these people sent this email. Really unusual emails this week. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much for sending them. Um, that's it for the free version of the podcast. You want to come over to Patreon? You want to support what we're doing here? At the moment, uh, we've got a bunch of extra things over there including if you're a runner a whole load of marathon prep stuff the dublin city marathon is next sunday yeah, i can't believe it you talk about long-term projects this is the best spectator sport in the world come to the dublin city marathon next sunday if you can get to i would recommend the old schoolhouse uh on, yeah that's uh, the, the run in the 26th mile that's the spot where people are going crazy and where we runners need you the most yeah jarlett really wants people shouting his Ever. name yeah, yeah i i love people cheering for me yeah <laughs> um we've got a ton more to get through over on patreon you get a bonus extra length episode over there as well as bonus episodes access to our full archive and lots lots more tina thank you so much thank for this you, get on the instagram as well lads uh, there's a honey you're in your kid instagram where tina is going to be popping up nuggets of her tips from this week onwards yeah. where you want a bite-sized chunk of tina's tips um Tina's tips. <laughs> Get so your weird. tips out, Tina, <laughs> on Instagram, and you uh, you can share it or do what you want with it, or even just have it to hand. We're talking about de-escalating tantrums, all sorts. It's all going to be there on the Instagram uh, for Honey, you're running your kid. And if you just want to break from stuff, you just want to laugh at shit. That's what my Instagram is for. Come on over, uh, and we'll see the rest of you on Patreon in a bit. Thanks, Tina. Thanks, Charlie.